What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 21 of the Brainiac Trivia Top 10 in 10. My name is John Boyce. I'm the owner and primary writer and host for the Brainiac Trivia League in Middle Tennessee. I asked 108 questions the week of June 13th. What I'm about to give you are my favorite top 10 in 10 minutes or less. So if you're not following that, I'm going to give you the question, and 10 seconds later, I'm going to give you the answer. Number 10. Multiple choice will get us going this week. Which of the following snacks was originally created by a minister in hopes of curving America's sexual urges? Ritz crackers, graham crackers, or Cheez-Its? Which of the following snacks was originally created by a minister in hopes of curving America's sexual urges? Ritz crackers, graham crackers, or Cheez-Its? So the thought was that less sugar would curve the libido. It's actually a really interesting idea. Graham crackers, the right answer. Look up the history of graham crackers. It will fascinate you. Number nine. Animals in nature for number nine. Two different U.S. states have never recorded a temperature above 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Alaska's one. What's the other? Two different U.S. states have never recorded a temperature above 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Alaska's the obvious one. What is the other one? So just two U.S. states have never had a temperature above 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Of course, Alaska's one of them. The other one is actually Hawaii. They've only recorded 100 once, as a matter of fact. That cool ocean breeze always keeps it under 100. Number eight. Number eight will take us to music. What musician, who released 11 number one albums, refused a knighthood in 2003, telling Queen Elizabeth II that, quote, I would never have any intention of accepting anything like that. I seriously don't know what it's for. It's not what I spent my life working for. So what musician who had 11 number one albums refused a knighthood back in 2003, telling Queen Elizabeth that, quote, I would never have any intention of accepting anything like that. I seriously don't know what it's for. It's not what I spent my life working for. I would never have any intention of accepting anything like that. I seriously don't know what it's for. It's not what I spent my life working for. The late, great David Bowie told that to Queen Elizabeth II, refusing a knighthood in 2003. Number seven. Number seven takes us to history. It's a mystery. Thank you, Jennifer. What famous event originated in Atlantic City during the 1920s in an effort to increase tourism in that area? What famous event originated in Atlantic City during the 1920s in an effort to increase tourism in the area. So back in the 20s, they were trying to increase tourism in Atlantic City, so they started the National Beauty Tournament, what we now know today as the Miss America pageant. Number six. Entertainment for this one. In 2022, what famous film was re-released in select theaters to celebrate its 50th anniversary? In 2022, what famous film was re-released in select theaters to celebrate its 50th anniversary?
In 2022, it was the 50th anniversary of one of my all-time favorite movies, The Godfather. They re-released it in select theaters, none of them anywhere near me. Number five. Number five will take me to clues and clips. Remember, two-part question. I'll first give you a clue to a movie. I'll then play an audio clip to the movie. Your job is to tell me what movie it is. So your clue. This romantic comedy was released in 2012 and was co-written and starring Jason Segel along with Emily Blunt. The film had a tagline that read, a comedy about the journey between popping the question and tying the knot. So your clue again. This romantic comedy was released in 2012 and was co-written and starring Jason Segel along with Emily Blunt. The film had a tagline that read, a comedy about the journey between popping the question and tying the knot. I want to punch you in the face right now. Do you understand that? I think we should all just... My sister had an arrow in her leg tonight, Tom. It's not an arrow. It's a bolt. I understand oh, that well, I guess we were totally wrong. It's a bolt. Oh, you're right. You know what? We're in the wrong here. Uh, my daughter didn't just witness herself nearly murdering her aunt. There was blood all over the place. She's up there freaking out right now. Shit her pants. She hasn't shit her pants in two, three months, and now she's up there shitting her pants. She feels responsible for injuring her aunt, who she loves. You understand what that does to a kid? <laughs> the movie's five-year engagement. I don't really like that movie all that much, to be honest with you. However, that one scene right there had me in tears. Number four. That was so much fun, we're going to do it again. So another one, Clues and Clips. Here's the clue. This late 90s comedy had numerous recognizable actors as well as numerous cameo appearances from athletes. Despite being very profitable and having a well-liked actor in the lead role, he was awarded Worst Actor at the annual Raspberry Awards as well as Most Annoying Fake Accent at the Stinker's Bad Movie Awards. So your clue again, this late 90s comedy had numerous recognizable actors as well as numerous cameo appearances from athletes. Despite being very profitable and having a well-liked actor in the lead role, he was awarded Worst Actor at the annual Raspberry Awards as well as Most Annoying Fake Accent at the Stinker's Bad Movie Awards. This is the play. This is the play. Okay, the quarterback. Two receivers lined up to the left, one to the right. There's a flanker lined up to the left behind the quarterback. Oh, okay. Now, he gives the ball. No, he doesn't. He doesn't get the ball. The receiver goes all the way over there to the left. Now, once the quarterback has the ball, he fakes to the left. No, he fakes to the right. He doesn't fake. He, he thinks about faking. He pretends to fake. I don't know where I am. 1998's Waterboy, I bet you I have quoted that line right there approximately 922 times in my life. Number three. Into the top three we go. Music. In 1988, what rapper was awarded the Grammy for Best Rap Performance, becoming the first rapper to receive the honor? In 1988, what rapper was awarded the Grammy for Best Rap Performance, becoming the first rapper to receive the honor? In 1998, Will Smith, or Fresh Prince, was awarded Best Rap Performance. First rapper to get that. Number two. Number two will take me to sports. <laughs> what team was the first in NFL history to lose a Super Bowl in four different decades? 
What team was the first in NFL history to lose the Super Bowl in four different decades? So when you're looking at questions like this, you got to realize that means that they've been in a lot of Super Bowls, so it's got to be a pretty good team to begin with. New England is the right answer. They lost in 86, 97, 09, and 13. That is four different decades. But of course, they've also won it pretty much every other year. Number one. Number one. I don't remember all my number ones. This could be a first. I have a multiple choice question as my favorite question of the week. This is one of those questions where getting the answer right or wrong really doesn't matter that much. It's really about getting information across I think you'll think is kind of interesting. In which of the following universities could you find the Alfred Packer Restaurant and Grill, a restaurant named after the first documented cannibal in American history? University of Colorado Boulder, Stony Brook University, or University at Buffalo? In which of the following universities could you find the Alfred Packer Restaurant and Grill, a restaurant named after the first documented cannibal in American history. University of Colorado Boulder, Stony Brook University, or University at Buffalo. So the Alfred Packard Restaurant and Grill is located at the University of Colorado Boulder. Alfred Packard is the first documented cannibal in American history. Not anymore, but at one time, they actually had a slogan that said, have a friend for lunch. This is a really interesting and very morbid story. Alfred Packer, also known as the Colorado Cannibal, lived from 1842 to 1907. He was an American prospector and self-proclaimed professional wilderness guide who confessed to cannibalism during the winter of 1874. He went out with five other men and attempted to travel through the San Juan Mountains of Colorado during the peak of harsh winter. They all got lost and he confessed to having used their flesh to survive while stranded and during his trek out of the mountains nearly two and a half months later. Now, it kind of goes back and forth. His story, you know, there wasn't really much they could do to investigate his claims. It, 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 he ended up going to jail. It was, it's a crazy story. I do encourage you to look it up. The Colorado Cannibal, Alfred Packer, uh, he did end up dying in 1907. But the moral of the story is there is a restaurant named after the first documented cannibal in American history. And at one time, they had a slogan that read, have a friend for lunch. There's episode 21, guys. Appreciate you tuning in. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. I'm John Boyce, and this has been the Brainiac Trivia Top 10 and 10.